You're listening to the Heart and Hustle Podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. All right, Heart Fam, this is about to be a jam-packed episode you do not want to miss out on. Today, we are going to chat all about Instagram and how we grew our very own Heart University account from 6,000 to 22,000 followers in just one year. Seems wild, right? Well, it didn't happen overnight. Trust us. We know how stressful and time-consuming social media can be, which is why we want to share everything we did to grow our Instagram. We're spilling all the beans on the strategies and tools we implemented to grow our following and our business. So don't go anywhere because your mind is about to be blown. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right. So, welcome. We're here with the tea. We're helping. We're here with the tea. We're <laughs> sipping some tea. A sip, sip. Okay, never mind. <laughs> All right. So, we grew mm-hmm. our Heart University account yes. from 6K to about 22K within a year. Um, it's higher than that now, but for, we're just in the year framework. Yeah. That's what we did. And we wanted to do this episode because I think, especially when you're in the beginning of growing an Instagram account, I feel like those first numbers are the hardest. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's hardest to get to 1,000, and then it's really hard to get to 10K. And then after 10K, it's just like, I feel like just the beginning is like such slow growth yeah. that... I feel like once you hit like 50 or 100, it's like, I mean, it's so hard. Know. I don't know, though. I feel I like it's, it compounds, like it though. Come, yeah, that's it, true. But I also feel like it comes in bursts. And there yes. are seasons of like, you grow really well, and then you're stuck. That's and true. And then you grow really well, and then you're stuck. And that's right. just kind of normal. So I just wanted to throw that out yeah. there. Yeah. But I also wanted to be like, if, if you're sitting there like with 500 followers, or even like 6,000, like or, we were, yeah. I, I want you to be like, okay, I can do this. Like, th- like the things that we're going to talk about today are tangible and and doable. Yeah. And if we can do it, you can do it as well. Yeah. And I will say, I will say, what the the reason that we say from six thousand and not from like zero is because when we started the Heart University account, it was originally at the Heart Workshop when it was first just we were just doing photography workshops, mm-hmm. and we did it ourselves. Yeah. Like we, we posted haphazardly. Yeah. Haphazardly being the key word there. Um, (laughs) very infrequently. Yeah. And it wasn't until I can literally, the reason we say a year is because in September of 2019, I hired an intern and one of the tasks, because as us two, one of the tasks that I was doing badly was (laughs) doing the heart Instagram in addition to obviously like our own and things like that. And so one of the first tasks I gave her was the heart Instagram account. And like, I was like, you take dominion over this and you write the captions and then I approve them. And then I think it probably was until December from September to December, she like wrote all of them and I approved them. And after December, I was like, run free, run free wild bird. You got it. (laughs) Yes. So we are about to start 
we're pulling back the curtain. We're giving you a full glimpse into our strategies, our processes, our tools, all of that. So let's start. Full transparency. We had KT help us doing a lot of this, create the outline for this Instagram because we didn't want to come sit here. I mean, we still have a lot to do with what we did for the heart. Yeah. And we trained her on what to do. But we also want to have full transparency. We're not the ones actively posting on that account. Yeah. Which I think is awesome to show you that you can build a company and have a social media manager Mm -hmm. running it and teach them the tools. And we, she even gets into this a little bit or like we will Mm -hmm. later about like learning and growing. Cause when KT started, like she didn't know anything about social media. She learned it from doing it actively and learned it from just us. So we're excited because like literally in a year, that girl took the Hart University account from 6K to 22K. Basically quadrupled it. Basically quadrupled it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to dive in. We love you, Kitty. We're going (laughs) to dive in and we are going to start rapid firing just stuff at you. So pull out a pen and paper, Mm. get ready, take some notes. It's, it's going to go down. So Let's start with some foundational principles because Instagram tips and tricks and hacks and all that stuff won't work for you if you don't know the foundation of where you're coming from. Yeah. So mm, that's so good. <laughs> thank you. Okay. First and foremost, understand uh, your ideal client. Yes. Oh, you want me to talk? Great. Yeah. I thought I interrupted you. So you oh, I, was, no. I was giving you space to continue, but Okay, great. <laughs> so with understanding your ideal client, I know you're like, what does that have to do with Instagram? Well, honey, it has everything to do with Instagram. <laughs> Yeah. If you don't know who you're speaking to, then you're going to be speaking to nobody because you're trying to speak to everybody. You have to get specific. And we've talked about this in past episodes, but basically create a client avatar for who you're trying to speak on your Instagram account. What are their pain points? What are their struggles? What's their thought process like? Put yourself in their shoes. And I, I honestly think this is the first and most important step because if you don't do this and the rest like of all the tips and tricks that you're trying to do to strategize to grow your account literally will not matter because it's it's a waste of time. I mean, it's maybe not a waste of time, that's but a little, that's a little extreme. It might work, but you also might end up frustrated because you're be swimming yeah. in a in a sea of <laughs> waves and doubt. Of waves and doubt. I don't know. You can actually go back. We have a podcast episode on finding your ideal client and how to figure out who that avatar is and build that out and all of that. Episode 138, how to find your ideal client and market to them. Yeah. And well, and I would say even just with this tip in general, have a specific niche. Because if, and again, we've talked about this a billion times. We also have a niche episode that I don't know off the top of my head. But if you're trying to grow your Instagram, ask yourself why. Like, are you trying to just grow it to have a lot of followers? Because then I would, I would challenge that and it's like, why? But are you trying to grow a business? Okay, well, what does your business sell? What do you do? Mm-hmm. Like get very specific. Because I, I I, know often when we say like, hey, understand your ideal client, understand your avatar or whoever, people that are at the beginning stages of their business, like maybe they're a nurse who's wanting to get into like a, a product shop. They're like, well, I'm like, I have 500 followers. They're mostly my friends. And when we tell them this tip, they're like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, the people that are currently following probably yeah. aren't my ideal client. They're probably not my avatar. That's okay, but that's why you need this tip in your life mm-hmm. because even if it's not there, even if people that you want to be following, you don't follow you yet, you still need to go back to that episode 138 and listen mm-hmm. to that and actually follow that even if you don't have a business yet. Yeah, I just wanted to say that just because that's I think good. a lot of people can hear us say that and it's like, oh, I haven't even I have started. To wait. Yeah. yeah, I have to wait to figure it out until yeah, then, which is not true. Right. Okay, so that was first and foremost. Secondly 
understand your product. You need to know the product or the service that, you know, what you are providing, your offer that you have. How does it serve your audience? How does it fill in the gap and fix their problems? How does it speak to their heart? How does it make their lives easier? Why do they need what you are currently offering? What makes you or your product different from all the others out there? Because that gives you such clarity on not just who you're speaking to, but what you're saying and why you're saying it. And so that gives you that foundational, you know, understanding that clarity, that, that clear direction of who you're speaking to, what you need to say, how you need to say it, and why you're saying any of it to begin with, which gives you such freedom and permission to create valuable content online. I think a really good practical example of this that I'm actively thinking of in that year that we grew the hard account is when we first started, I know I I told KT, I was like, hey, rotate between photos of me and Evie, both of us, of photos of just Evie, photos of just me, and then our work, like our photography work. Because at the time, that was right off the workshops, we were still doing photography workshops and are like, we were almost a hundred percent serving photographers 100% of the time. And, and we knew long-term vision was to sell other courses in addition to, like, we didn't want to just serve photographers. We wanted to widen that umbrella just a little bit to be creative entrepreneurs. And I remember somewhere in that first fall season that she was working for us, she like kept posting like our couple photography work. And I realized that there was a disconnect there. I was like, if we want to grow the Heart University to be serving products and and shops and, and different courses and things for creative entrepreneurs, then that no longer makes sense to just be posting like photography work, right? And so I think that goes with that point of understanding your product. What are you trying to sell? And we are still selling a photography course and and things for photographers. photographers, But it is, it's wider than it was at the beginning. And so just like understanding that and reflecting on like slowly pivoting that ship or understanding that what you post should reflect what you're selling. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. All right, next one. You want me to go? Yeah, great. Give good quality content. Now, this seems obvious, but I want to encourage you to, in everything that you're doing, if you're haphazardly posting, if you're just posting crappy stuff, if you're just posting on the fly because you want to just post to post to be consistent, it's not going to hit the same. It's not going to serve your audience in the same way, in the same value. So focus solely on serving your ideal client and get laser specific and then go crazy on content creation. Mm-hmm. Once you know who you're serving, like we said in that point, once you understand your product, you you have a foundation with which to serve education and inspiration and, and, and posts for that person specifically. So a tip with this is to brain dump literally everything you can think of, all your ideas, even the bad ones, and just like go ham on content creation. Like think of all the ideas that you can, you can, that would serve that potential client or that person that you want to follow you. Because if you're, if even it, like I said before, if, if you're a nurse and you're wanting to get into a product shop, start posting content like you are serving the people that you want to eventually follow you. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. You, and you do that by brain dumping and then making sure the quality of your content, like the captions, the quality of your, of your photos are high level. Yeah. I think with that kind of tag teaming, the next thing is batching those content ideas and actually sitting down and creating your content ahead of time, creating space for yourself where 
you're in that creative mood, you're in the mindset, like you're not sitting down every day stressed because, oh my gosh, I have to write an Instagram caption. I'm so sorry. I have so many other things going on. And like, that's not typically when you're going to be creating your best work. So creating and carving out time for you, even if you're I don't know. Um, something that I used to do a lot, I don't drive as far or as much anymore because I live in a much smaller town. Um, well, that's not true. I live in a small town where things are close by. I used to live in a small town where there was nothing close by, so I would be driving an hour. Hashtag Ohio. Anyways, um, I used to drive a lot and I would voice record when inspiration would strike on like a car ride or something. And I knew that I had like a caption idea or a blog post idea or something like that, that I wanted somehow to create content out of this. I would just be like, Hey Siri, open up a, um, you know, a voice note or voice memo or something. And then I would just start talking and I would just brain dump it out. So pay attention to things like that. Batch out your content, write down those ideas when they strike and like create a little outline and then go back later and pull all of those ideas that you've had over the past, you know, week or two weeks or month or whatever and batch those content. That'll help create that valuable content instead of trying to do it in a rush or in a hurry um, when you're not properly feeling it and it's going to create lower quality content. Mm, that's good. Okay, so we wanted to give you some ideas for content ideas that you could use for your own Instagram. Number one, show your audience how to do something unique that's relevant to their industry. An example could be a hairstylist that is showing how to do a certain braid or an interior designer showing uh, how to pattern shelving or something like pattern shelving. Style shelving. That's what I mean. (laughs) Um, But again, it's something that is in your niche that's serving your audience and relates to what you sell. The next one could be sharing a funny story that people can relate to, especially on reels um, or stories even. Humor is huge on social media. So if you have a funny bone in you, if you want to lean into that a little bit, that's really good because social media uh, is huge. Eats it up. It eats it up. And I feel (laughs) like we've... We've done that a little bit more on our own accounts, but I think we've even done it a little bit on the hearts, especially with like reels or like we did a reel for the heart where you, oh, what was it? It, it, I can't remember what the hook was, but it was like you struggling with like a messy bun and like in sweats and everything, like with your computer, like juggling it all. And then the hook was like, I can't, it was like- Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I forgot I did that. (laughs) But it was like a reel that was like you trying to struggle at all. And I think the caption was like entrepreneurs who are trying to do it all without outsourcing or something. And then it was like entrepreneurs who know their shiz and like outsource and build a team. And then you were like all like like, fly walking like down a runway or something. (laughs) But like, so something like that. Yeah. Even using humor and leaning into that. Yeah. Um, another one is sharing a story of transformation. This is huge, especially for business owners. Share a story of where you started and where you are now. Or or if you're a product maker, share mm-hmm. a story of of your product being made. Like that's still a transformation. So people love transformations. Yeah. Um, another one is a shareable graphic with helpful information or a powerful quote that you've written or said before. That gets mostly shared a lot. And I yeah. think that's really what helped the heart grow a lot is because in that year, our podcast came out yeah. and we have quotes from the podcast, but then also something that I know KT does, and, and this is more to leaning into repurposing content a little bit, is she goes back to old podcast episodes that we've already published and she'll take points from them and then make a graphic for our social media. Yeah, And it's, I don't think, I, I've never once received a DM on the heart or myself that like everyone's like, I've heard that podcast before. Like, no. No, people <laughs> you know? love the reminder. And, and Exactly. Yeah. It's still valuable information. So create shareable graphics, create trendy graphics, like all of that. So those are just a little bit of, of batching or content ideas for you guys to go batch. Yeah. And something else I wanted to throw out there too is if, if you're struggling with, you know, feeling like 
you know what to talk about or whatever, like find someone to bounce some ideas off of or to talk through a concept with you, you know, find somebody who can help you kind of process through it. Or if you write, if you are a, you know, a written processor, like start writing down just any thoughts that are coming to your mind and process. It doesn't have to be, you're trying to write it in a caption format. You can just be like, you know, here's what I'm noticing in my industry. That's really frustrating me. And I wish people would know X, Y, Z. And then right there, you'd be like, oh, I need to talk about X, Y, Z, like even processing that way or with a friend. Um, Do you want to share the example, Lindsay, of like the retreat? Yeah. So at our retreat, we did a lot of just like group chats with our team and like vision casting for our company. And we were talking about like, kind of like just the organizational sheet of like our core values and things like that. And I can't remember, Evie, what you said. You were talking, I think we were talking about like our ideal client, which is ironic because we just said that earlier in the yeah, show. Yeah, it's true. We but were. we were talking about like, what do they want? What do they need? Or what? And, and as we were talking, I think something that you said was, instead of thinking, I could never ask yourself, do I want to? Yeah. And it we was, were talking about the limited mindset that a lot of people have, yeah. that a lot of us struggle with in, you know, oh, I could, I could never reach, you know, $200,000 or, you know, whatever we were discussing. And I was like, it honestly comes down to if somebody doesn't want to earn $200,000, if they don't want to scale their business to that extent, that's fine. But if they're living with the mentality of, oh, I could never, that's a problem. So we need to switch their mentality. This was all in conversation with the team. I was like, we need to switch the mentality from, oh, I could never to, do I want to? And, yeah. and, and as we were, discussing, we were discussing that, I was like, ooh, that's a really a good idea for like an Instagram caption. And KT wrote it down. Yeah. And then when we got back from Mexico, she freaking made this cute graphic, graphic <laughs> and wrote a bomb caption with it. And so that's an idea of like being in a group setting or even just bouncing an idea off of an individual, like a friend. Yeah. Having ideas and conversations trigger future captions yeah. is, is really great. So that's a that's a great one. And it, and it also be like, cause I know that she has over the course of working for us, she usually writes captions in a Google document, not just like one-offs on, yeah. on going to like write it on Instagram. So she like creates a whole batch of, of a Google doc. And so like, when you are having those conversations, when you are ge- being creatively inspired or pulling from voice notes, like Evie just said earlier of like driving or, or whatever, have a Google doc where you're just like dumping all of it or even yeah. a notes on your, on your app, on your yeah. phone. Um, so that way you always can go back and pull fresh ideas yeah. from that. Hey, heart fam. We had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part. <laughs> HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. 
Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. If you're enjoying what you're getting in this podcast for free, then you're about to get your mind blown with what we offer in our educational courses. If you're ready to uplevel your business, serve your clients like never before, and reach revenue goals that you've barely dared to dream of, then we're ready to help. Our courses are packed full of tools, formulas, strategies, and resources to help you kick freaking butt in biz. Whether you choose the photo major, a complete course for photographers, or the content photo minor, a mini course on how to finally slay your content photos for your blog, Insta, headshots, whatever, you will walk away with more knowledge than you ever thought possible. And here's the reality. We are here to see you succeed always and forever. And that is why we created each and every one of these courses. To check them out for yourself, read the reviews and look at each course syllabus, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. All right. The next point, stay committed to learning and growing. And KT wrote this on on this outline because again, she helped us create this and she is the one that's now running the heart. And, and she wrote this because she, she literally said, I didn't know Jack about business when I first started running the hearts Instagram. And then she said, lols, I feel like I sometimes still don't. And I think that's so relatable first of all, but it's, it's also, there is a required love and a desire to learn. So if you're burnt out on Instagram, you're not going to be able to grow as much. Like you need to have that hunger and desire to seek out knowledge and to, 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 to like actively and continually want to pursue excellence and want to pursue, how can I do this better? How can I create new avenues and, and ways to be better or serve my audience better? And it's, there's a difference between like actively learning and, and not pretending like you know it all, yeah. but also being eager to learn and and just walking in the excellence of where you are right now, yeah. you know? I think there's also something to be said for um, intentionally like putting inspiration slash education in front of your face when yeah. it comes to, you know, like even creating content and stuff, not just learning the ins and outs of strategies of of social media, but even just expanding your mind of like, oh, you know, learning more about client avatar and, and, and the storytelling in marketing and, you know, different things like that. It's going to, it's going to be filling your brain because with social media, you're, you're constantly creating and basically like pouring out, like yeah. it's, it's pulling stuff out of you. And so if you're not refilling that cup with more knowledge, more knowledge, more inspiration, more, you know, more perspective, more, uh, new insights, you know, that type of thing, you're going to just burn out and it's going to end up empty and dry. So that's something else to throw out there is not just like, you know, keep learning the strategies of Instagram. Like, no, learn even more about other things, read other books too, even like fiction or whatever can inspire you to think through, wow, you know, that's an interesting way to look at life or, you know, whatever. You can get inspiration from so many things around you, but make sure you're still prioritizing learning and growing yeah. with this. Well, and I I would say like, even when we say, oh, we're learning like business, because that's the industry that the heart is in, is business education. Yeah. However, apply that to your own industry. Like, like take the hairstylist example again, who is like learning new braids. Like learn learn new techniques that that obviously is going to make you a better hairstylist, but also it's learning new techniques to then share with your audience to be a better hairstylist to like serve better content. Yeah. And obviously that's just a hairstylist example, but like apply that to any industry. Yeah, for sure. That's so good. Okay. Next point. Do not 
use, I will repeat, do not use automated publishing. I know it's really tempting, but the reality is it'll just hurt you in the long run. You need to publish in real time so you can then respond immediately. And then we recommend lingering on the app for at least 20 minutes after you post to engage with your audience, to respond to comments, to go DM some people, to respond to their DMs to you, to post something on your story. Um, Really just show up and create that connection and that relationship. Do not post and ghost. And we really, really don't recommend automatic posting, especially because Depending on the app that you're using, um, Instagram can penalize you. If they're not in partnership with that app, they can penalize you for um, automated posting. So overall, for various reasons, Mm -hmm. we would just highly recommend do not do it. That's not going to create the community and the growth that you're needing and the engagement that you're wanting within your platform. Well, I know it's kind of tempting to to want to be like, because I mean, we are big fans of automation in almost any other aspect of business. It's like create workflows, create automations, work smarter, not harder, all that. Totally still on board with that. But when it comes to Instagram specifically, and even uh, other social media platforms too, but I feel like especially Instagram, because of the way the algorithm works, like she said, like basically the reason we put this point on here is because not once ever has have we or our team for the heart and even honestly for our own uh, platforms ever used an automatic publishing yeah uh, like app that yeah. automatically pushes a photo out to Instagram because even the ones that automatically push it and then even still put in like make a comment with hashtags that still like Evie said it doesn't put you in presence in the app and yeah. then you're forgetting about it which does not help you grow at all because you're not actively focusing on that post in the moment yeah that's so good all right next one. Write good captions, which I know I'm getting some eye rolls probably. Um, We harp on captions a lot, but it's because they're so freaking dang important. And honestly, there's a lot that goes into them. That's Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But I would almost argue that captions is almost maybe one of the, the things that projected projected that that forward propelled the hearts instagram from 6k to 22k For in a sure. year i think yep. it was mainly captions yeah i mean i, I think honestly posting yes. quality content consistently posting quality yeah that you just said that um <laughs> and and we give a a, a salute a, a do a, a a resounding clap to kt our content creator because she consistently showed up on instagram almost every single day every, almost every single weekday creating content like from our content honestly for, for you guys yeah and that is huge yeah. and and what she did was she made a hook she made body or she made body she <laughs> she made body she made body <laughs> i mean she like wrote a good body in the paragraph is what i'm saying yeah. like her her captions were filled with value like yeah. the heart consistently puts out value and honestly like she said she's pulling from podcast episodes she's pulling from things that we say in real life and like things like that and then always ha- leaving with a call to action because call to actions are huge please don't forget them i know we harp on this a lot but if there's a reason for it if you never are inviting people into conversation into just uh feedback and 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 engagement then they're not going to engage with you which is not going to grow your platform nearly as fast if at all mhm yeah and we may or may not have um an episode upcoming for anyone who's listening to this who is like, I struggle with captions. Mm-hmm. We have a little treat. Some some goodness coming for you. Yeah. So that's all we're gonna say. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> and then we'll move on to the next thing. We're almost done. We're wrapping up. We got a couple left. So create something that makes people want to share it to their story. This can be inspirational. This can be educational. This can be a really cool graphic. This could be a really funny reel. It it 
just something that you know is going to be shareable and relatable or inspiring or encouraging or whatever. Um, just pay attention when you're creating content to creating something in the back of your mind that you're intending to be shareable slash able to go viral. Yeah. I would say I have two examples of that from the heart. Um, one example, when Reels first came out, um, we did a reel. I remember because Reels came out when we were together in like 2020. Yeah. And we made a reel for the heart that was posing tips. So again, and we did it because the we had just been creating... Um, or no, sorry, we had just added a posing season to our photo major course. Yeah. And so we were... Po- like, we were, again, not selling in the reel, but also just like giving something of value in in yeah. a reel that would feed back to something that we offered in our shop um, or in our courses. But we did a reel on posing tips. And I think it was just like five posing tips that you can use on couples. And it like, I think still to this day has like 200K uh, mm-hmm. views, which is a lot for the hearts following. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. Um, and that was obviously right when reels popped off. But that's a great example of creating something that has the potential to go viral. Another one, and I can't remember it exactly. It was like, I think in 2019 or 2020, I can't remember, but it's been a while. Um, I'm pretty sure KT again repurposed an old podcast episode on copying. Like on, mm. I think it was uh, how to be inspired without copying. Yeah. That was the podcast episode. And she took that and repurposed it into a graphic and basically did like a carousel of swipes. Yeah. That kind of almost... Put like the broke points it down. Broke yeah. the points down that we talked about in the podcast. And I remember that. I almost think to this day still is the highest. It's a graphic. It's a graphic. <laughs> it's not even a face. Yeah. It's, it has the highest like or engagement of any uh, any post on the heart ever. And it's because it was a buzzy topic that a lot of people yeah. shared with people because it yeah. hit a pain point in the creative entrepreneur industry. That's true. So that's good. Okay. And then final thing. Last thing, we've talked about this many times before and we will say it again till our dying day. Reply to your DMs and to your comments. Yep. You want to create that relationship. You want to invite people into a community and not just, you know, a screen in front of their face with, okay, bye, 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 please, please buy for me. Um, that was weird. But you want to create that connection and that uh, belonging, that community sense. You want to have that relationship, that trust with your people. And one of the biggest ways that you can do that is by actually inviting them into a conversation and then conversing with them. Yeah. I feel like if, I think we may have said this example before, or maybe I'm just having a deja vu moment. I don't really remember, but it's like if you don't respond to comments or DMs. It's basically like walking up to somebody and being like, hey, I'm Evie and blah, blah. And like, imagine you just wrote out your entire, or you spoke your entire caption that you just wrote or, you know, a, a you whole story. Yeah. You're like, Hey, so I was, you know, I was really inspired by this quote the other day and it just spoke to me and here's what I'm learning from it. And thank you. You know, I, I love that you're listening. Um, you know, I just hope you have a great day. And the person starts responding and is like, Oh wow, that really spoke to me. I appreciate that. And you turn around and walk away. <laughs> I don't know if that's that's, such a good analogy, but that's literally what it is, you know, and I know life can be busy. I know Instagram can feel overwhelming, but even if you just carve out like 15, 20 minutes after you post and you go back to the previous day's post and you engage a little bit more as you're actively engaging with like the the couple of comments that are coming in on the the one you just posted, like go respond to a couple DMs. Like I'm not saying to sit with hours a day, your face glued to the screen. I'm just saying 
actually respond to that person. Don't just go up, start the conversation, then turn around and walk away while they're responding. (laughs) And if you're at the point of your business where you can outsource and you're ready to outsource and you're wanting to outsource, get a social media manager and have them do the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, even if it's not you and and you have someone running your social media for your company, yeah. like they need to be doing the exact same thing. Like yep. your account in order to grow needs to be responding mm-hmm. consistently yes. to DMs and comments. Yes. Okay. That's a wrap. Woo. We got that. <laughs> um, I would recap it, but there's a lot of stuff. So maybe we'll just say, go back and listen again, take some more notes. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, if, I, I know a lot of people listen to episodes in the car. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to the car and you want to go back and listen, like when you actually have a notepad yeah. or a computer in front of you, or even if you're able to not drive and, and you're able to actually hold your phone and write notes while you're listening to the podcast, that works yeah. too. But there's just a lot of little things that add up. And I think hopefully this is helpful to understand that it's not like there's one magical thing yeah. that like one magical secret, secret sauce yeah. yeah that grows your instagram it's consistently showing up serving your freaking people with quality content day in and day out yeah. like if i had to boil it down to one thing it's that yeah that's like, how that's, we grew our instagram yeah that's the answer i mean yes there's a lot of little things that we just shared and and all of those do matter but at the end of the day show up consistently serve your people be funny. Well, now I'm adding more things. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just these two things with about 20 more. <laughs> just kidding. No, you don't have to be funny. You don't have to be funny. I'm funny, but you don't have to be. Oh I'm my kidding. gosh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I cannot. <laughs> okay. We're just going to end it here uh, before this goes any more off the rails. <laughs> so She means me. She means me going off the rails. Uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do mean you. So that is our episode for today. We hope that gives you a good glimpse. And we are excited to kind of be diving into a lot more Instagram topics this yes, month. Yes, yes. Um, if you have Instagram topics that you want us to talk about, yes. come on over and join the Heart and Hustle Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. And literally like make a post. I mean, we also regularly make posts asking for Q&A and asking for podcast topics in there. But if you just genuinely want us to talk about something, like make a post and tell us because we're uh, coming up soon, gonna talk, like do a deep dive on, I think in one month, all on Instagram. So yes, if you have Instagram topics that you want us to talk about, Let's, let's go for I don't it. know why I snapped. <laughs> yes. Let All right. Go. We're wrapping this up here. We love you. We are cheering you on. And we can't wait to see you on the next show. Bye.